and Colorado jumping over to the Big 12 next season. What What's the future of the Pac-12 look like with a couple teams headed to the Big 12, uh, Big 12 next year with Colorado and the Big 10? Like, what what is this conference going to be made of in the coming years? Yeah, it's interesting. You know, I was just watching a 30 for 30 with my sons, and I was kind of explaining how college football has changed with these super conferences. And, and I really believe that the Pac-12 is going to hang on for a little bit. But, I, you know, I, I don't know how you're going to have three or four of these really big conferences. Uh, you know, listen, you losing the, those two L.A., the UCLA out of the Pac-12 is killer. You know, it's going to be weird to see them play in in Iowa and Wisconsin. But that's what they decide. I think it's going to be tough for them. They might be able to get a team or two here and there and survive for a while. But I think after a while, the Big 12 is a hard time sticking around. I mean, they can't even get a TV contract. You know, in, in 2023, when you're struggling to find a TV contract, things are rough. Tom, when we look at the Pac-12, to me, it's my favorite conference to watch. I love Pac-12 after dark. I think it's very competitive. You know, you have all these flashy teams every year, USC, UCLA, right? All these prolific offensive players. And somehow Utah takes them all at the end, right, and wins the money, right? So, you know, that's how it's been. Utah, you know, sneaky, odds a little long this year, rising, coming back off the entry. What value do you see when you look at the board in the Pac-12 this year? USC, obviously the favorite, but very competitive. Oregon, Washington's a team that, you know, with Kalen DeBoer showed a lot of promise last year. Any value on the board here when we look at the Pac-12? Yeah, I think it's going to be a really competitive league. You know, I thought USC and LSU were both a year ahead of schedule. You can do that now with the transfer portal. You you can kind of get a year ahead of schedule. But I thought both teams would be national title contenders this year. Uh, so I think you, USC is going to be better. You know, I, I know Alex Grinch is coached at the five top college football schools in the country and uh, still can't get a top 50 defense for some reason. But the thing about USC is their defense just has to be pretty good. Uh, it doesn't have it, right? So if that can improve a little bit, I think they're really going to be tough. You mentioned Utah. Utah's always going to be tough. And with the plus 500, I had them plus 700 a couple years ago. And the reason is, is almost every year they have a top one or two offense, they play a little bit differently than other teams out there, and they're going to maul you up front. And that's going to be the same way this year. So, you know, I don't mind that being who I had a bet on last year and, and lost a couple of real close games. But Oregon State, you know, they have more talent than people realize. They had USC at home last year. They were a fourth down away from beating them. And listen, one team had Caleb Williams and the other conference. But Oregon State, I think, has more talent than that 10-to-1 odds is showing. So I think that could be a nice day you and whatever you think of him he's an upgrade at quarterback from what they've had. So it's an upgrade, and the defense is still good. So I think if you're looking for value, you're looking at Utah and Oregon State. 
Oregon State has been my value play in the Pac-12. I think a little change of scenery is going to be good for Uwe Angele. Uh, some of the Heisman favorites this year come from the Pac-12. Obviously, Caleb Williams, who won the Heisman last year, he's the favorite this year over at BetMGM at 5-1. to one. But then you have Michael Penix uh, Jr. Is he someone that you would look at? Bo Nix is 16-1. to one. I would probably choose Penix Jr. over Bo Nix, but uh, either of those quarterbacks interest you in the Heisman market. Yeah, the, the Heisman market's always tough because I think there's a, a a lot of players in that 16 to 20 to 1 really have no chance. Like, you know, last year, B. John Robinson was like 16, 18 to 1, and I love B. John Robinson, but unless he went for 300 and they beat Alabama, he's not big. So you're looking at guys who have a path to win it. Um, and these quarterbacks are all interesting. You know, I think the ACC is a little crazy this year. Clemson's as good as they've been in the past. So, you know, you got Drake May sitting there at 18 to 1. I, I think he's interesting. You know, Jordan Travis, he'll value there. You know, Jaden Daniels could either win the Heisman or lose his job in week two. So I think Ewers is a little bit overvalued. You know, the, the guy that's interesting to me is J.J. McCarthy. Uh, to me, this is the first year in a long time that Michigan has more talent than Ohio State. And McCarthy, remember, I, listen, I know he didn't always play well last year, but it was his first season. You know, Harbaugh runs that offense from 1975. But if they let him go a little, he played pretty well um, in the second half of that TCU game. So if they let him go a little more and Michigan is undefeated at the end of the year, I think we funny. Definitely. Tom, let's talk win totals, right? And let's try and give the people something they might not get everywhere. You know, everyone's talking about all the top teams. I know you dive deep. I know you hit these win totals early because I follow you. Give me like a small program, an unassuming program that you think holds a lot of value in the market. I'll give you two in the Northeast that start with you. Um, UMass and UConn. I, I hit it. UMass right away. I hit UMass right away at one and a half. You know they play Merrimack. Now there's no gimmies with UMass, but assuming they beat Merrimack, right? They only got to win one more game, and they improved last year, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And you look at some of their opponents. You know New Mexico, and and teams that they can compete with. Arkansas State, who's really bad. I think they can get to two wins. Um, I think that's a Round two now. I wouldn't go over two. I don't think they're going to be a bowl team. But the one I really like is four and a half, five is UConn. They have nine winnable games on their schedule. And college is a little bit different than pro. Listen, I can't tell you a team's going to beat the Houston Texans. They're pro athletes. I don't know what's going to happen. But with schedule, you can kind of say, here are winnable games. Like they go to Tennessee. That's not a winnable game. Tennessee is going to smoke them. But their schedule is pretty easy. And they have 17 returning starters. They get a quarterback back from injury. So then they got a transfer coming in. They got depth at that position in case of injuries. You know, Jim Moore is building depth all through that program, both offense and defense. I think they get to a bowl game for the second straight year. So I like over UConn and over UMass.